Yo, what is happening, Doink Discussers? It's your man, Drew Dabs, coming at you with a new one. This is the podcast that pushes you to be the best version of yourself, reaching your highest potential. Let's get right into it. Just a quick heads up so you aren't blindsided. This interview was recorded live on my Twitch as a live stream. Yo, ho, ho. What is good, Doink Discussers? Welcome, welcome to the podcast slash Twitch stream. Excited to present to you the first ever live Doink Discussion and the first time ever interviewing a two-person act. But this dynamic duo has been making a name for themselves in the house world with releases on Tool Room, Wildcard, and more. They're proving to be a force to be reckoned with in the scene. Without further ado, I present to you No Pants Party. What's happening with you guys? Hi! What's up? <laughs> Yo, well, thank you so much for joining the Doink Discussion. I appreciate you being a part of it. But, but how you guys doing? How's everything in L.A.? It's good. I mean, things are finally starting to open up. We ate inside a restaurant recently. Yeah. <laughs> I know everyone used to always be outside. That was always the goal. Yeah. <laughs> See me inside, please. <laughs> well, uh, off tops, could you just give us a quick over- overview of uh, which is which, like, so the viewers know which is your names? I'm Jamie. Uh, I'm Kira, or Kira Lee is my full name. Right, but well, What's up, Jamie? What's up, Kira? Just <laughs> off tops. I find like duo actually interesting because I feel like you have to have a really strong bond like between two people to like put that amount of trust and time <laughs> together. You know what I'm saying? So like, first of all, I would just like to hear like your comic book number one type ish. Like what's your origin story? You feel me? Like how'd you guys um, like Like the origin is that we were working in retail and bonded over how much beer we both could drink. (laughs) How it started. Yeah. Well, that's definitely it. Worry about she was camping. She drank like a 12 pack of Corona. I just looked at her and I was like, how is that even humanly possible? So you guys are like flexing your drinking skills to each other. And it all started from there. We'd like yeah. listen to like uh, old green velvet in the stock room, and I feel like we were the only two who were really excited about it. <laughs> yeah, we found it on like a random CD back there and had never even heard of green velvet before. Oh, sorry. So, what kind of retail store is this? We, Hollister. Yeah, we were working at Hollister <laughs> a long time ago, not to like age us, but I mean, to be real, I, I feel like I could walk into Hollister and like see you guys working there. <laughs> you got that like stylish look, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, you guys are from Washington, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, for sure. So was that Hollister experience back in Washington or yeah, yeah. We both grew up like not in Seattle and more in like small towns, kind of in the outskirts, but then ended up working at the same mall. Okay. Like, for sure. Closer to downtown, I would say. All right. As we- could have a job. <laughs> did you guys like growing up in Washington or what was that like? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great place to grow up. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I had a lot of freedom, like lived in the woods and yeah. would go trek down the canyons and like build tree forts. Definitely and... a lot of playing in the woods there. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I also grew up in like a rural suburb type of thing. And I don't know, I feel like that playing in the woods like playing out in the dirt. Like, I feel like that's important character building. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 
Good for your immune system too. Yeah, yeah. For, sure. <laughs> for sure. I grew up riding horses, so I was like always playing in the dirt and like yeah. drinking water troughs and just being really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So then, uh, Jamie, are you? Did you grow up with horses as well, or <laughs> no? <laughs> just random ones playing. So then. Were you guys like involved in anything musically by yourselves, like solo when you met, or or how did that come about? With like, I mean, we both really music? loved music yeah. solo before we bonded together. <laughs> yeah, well, you mean you bonded over the Green Velvet CD, so yeah. <laughs> and you guys are like both into electronic music and house and stuff, or did one of you guys put each other on game? I like got more into it first, I guess. Yeah. But I also, I, when I was still working for Hollister, I moved up to like Canada and they were way more into electronic. It was like before we had our big like EDM boom here in the States. And so I started going to like clubs to see DJs, which is something we never did. Like the only place that played electronic music in Seattle for the most part when we were there was like gay clubs. Yeah. So I like actually got to go see DJs. And then I was like, Kira, we got to do this. And we would drive up to Vancouver, BC to go see all yeah. the DJs because they wouldn't come through Seattle. So, oh. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean... Canada a lot. <laughs> I just feel like the other countries, like whether it be Canada or European countries or Mexico, like they'd be on game way before Americans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even like with... Like people that listen to my music, like most of the people that slap my stuff according to Spotify... Or like in Mexico City or Amsterdam and stuff. Yeah. So shout out the foreign homies, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> True. <laughs> and I'm like, sure it's the same way for you guys. Like I've peeped your stats. Like you got a lot of foreign listeners, and that's dope. Now, what brought you to LA? And did you both like come at the same time, or one of you guys first, or how did that work out? Jamie came first. first, yeah. And I was like, this place is amazing. You need to come down. There's so. Hollister related business or yeah, yeah, I get moved down for work and then I moved down here and I was like, why am I working retail? There's so many better things I can be doing in my life. And Straight up. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I moved down three years later. Oh, we, okay, we, for sure. But you like you stayed in touch and stuff and we're like still oh, sharing yeah. music with each other. Yeah, you moved to like Arizona for a while. Yeah, I lived in Arizona yeah. for a year and then I went back to Seattle and then I came here. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you well versed in the different landscapes. That's what's up. <laughs> so then you both are in LA one day and you're both like out clubbing and partying <laughs> and stuff, enjoying the music. And then was there just like one moment just like that when you realize like no pants party? That's it. Well, I think it's something we talked about for a long time. Like ever since we started going to shows and raves and stuff, we were like, wouldn't it be cool to have a female DJ duo? So we've like never even seen that at that point. Yeah, for real. Very few females in general, I feel like in the scene at that time. This was like 2012 when we were like really like raving, I guess. So it's been a minute in the making then. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have. I think we was started, an idea for a long time. Yeah, we, we like made it official in like 2015, and I yeah. didn't think we knew how like serious it was gonna get. Yeah, After- I feel like it's like that for a lot of people because I mean we're doing it just like out of the love of the music initially, which 
that's a good place to be where you guys are at when you started. And then uh, what is like, what was the inspiration behind your stage name? <laughs> like a story behind that, or did you? Yeah, there, yeah. Oh, what's, right, what's the story? Um, so we were at EDC in Vegas in 2012, and we were at the Win, and we were wearing like rave tutus or like I don't know whatever rave outfit, like rave underwear yeah. or something. Yeah, of course. Going to get a cab, and security stops us. He's like, "Ladies, you can't wear that in here. This is the Win. You need to wear pants." <laughs> no, sorry. And then did you make it did you make it out or did you have to go change? We were we had like shirts that we pulled down. Yeah, I think we pulled our shirts down. I think it was, it was like when we were wearing like the neon boy undies and the yeah. tank tops, and so we just like pulled the tank it tops was down actually, as like, like a dress. Definitely underwear. Yeah. yeah. It was the boy yeah. undie day that we wore, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well that's and then after like- that we started an Instagram that was we don't wear pants, like as a joke, where we would just like post all these stupid pictures of us doing dumb things in our underwear. Yeah. <laughs> so then way. when we finally decided to DJ, we were like, all right, we should just kind of keep this, but make a spin off of it, baby. And see Something what happens. that's a little shorter and touchier. You're yeah. like, have DJs? No. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like you guys already kind of had like a legacy going just as friends. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's perfect. That like it uh, coalesced into like the artist brand, which you guys are really good at like everything, like all the fits, all the pictures. It's like on point, no pants party brand. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, of course. Well, that's what's up. I like artist names with an origin story. For me, they just call me Drew Daps because I got excessive dapping syndrome. You feel me? <laughs> that's what people tell me. I suffer from EDS, EDS. So that's where Drew Daps came from. Drew Dap you up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so working as a duo, like how has it been? Like what are some of like the biggest challenges that comes with working as a team, you think? Do you have like a like delegated task between the two of you or do you kind of just like switch it up? Yeah, I think like finding time when we both have like different types of day jobs can be yeah. hard. So Jamie ends up running like a lot of our like business side of what's happening right now. And then we like the things we focus on together are like, you know, like making music and sets <coughs> yeah. and gigs and things and like that. We do but, just delegate based on like who has free time when. Yeah. Like just, if I need yeah. to make a mix, I'll make it. If she does, she does. And Oh, just, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering about that. Like every time you drop a mix, is it you guys like doing back to back? We used to always do them together. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't now, until recently that we ended up just being like, we got to split this up. Yeah, too for sure. Yeah. I mean, no one know the difference. And I'm sure like your guys' style is like so close now. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, like you wouldn't really be able to tell who made it. Like, yeah. But speaking of mixes, I, uh, I just want to commend you because like I've seen the hustle on the Hangover Club radio. Like how long <laughs> has that been going? Four years, yeah, years? We have not missed a month. I think, yeah, that's that iconic. Because, yeah. <laughs> real talk, the very first time that I heard about you guys, it was probably like a little over two years ago, but before, like, before we had talked or done any playlist trades or anything like that. <laughs> but I saw you on a SoundCloud repost exchange. Yeah. You don't know about that. That's some real OG <laughs> shit right there. You feel me? 
like when I was first dropping like my first tracks and like my first remixes, I would be on there and I definitely reposted you guys' stuff and get those credits. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I like them. Day one, homies from day one. Yeah, for real. I was like, well, that's some very compelling branding. I like it. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like I feel the vibe. Like I feel the vibe. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, and then, like, kept seeing you guys put in work. Guys put in work. up on my feed. Popping up on my feed. And eventually, like, have eventually, like, have more releases and stuff. So you started DJing. You started DJing like a few years producing. Or did you like? Or did you like on the journey? on the journey at the same time. Yeah, like. Yeah, we, like, we, we started we maybe a little we bit, started like, to a little bit, couple like years, a couple of years. We started DJing, and then we started like, DJing, and then we like just going very slowly, just going very slow here and there, and stuff here and there. And yeah. Probably got yeah. more serious got in the last more couple of years. More serious years. in the last couple yeah, years. For sure. yeah. I mean, yeah, for I, sure. feel like, I mean, I feel like the moment that you like, I am a producer. Like, I am a producer. Like, I am a prolific like, artist. I am a prolific like, that's artist. Like, that's when your career really, really takes off. I mean, yeah, like, DJing is fun, but it can only take you so far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's kind of where we got to. We were like, well, now what? Like, yeah. <laughs> Just gonna like play opening, yeah. yeah. We're not just gonna play like opening gigs in LA. This is not the success we're looking for. Yeah, straight up, looking for more. That's why I had to get you guys on the on gotta the make discussion. Yeah, me. <laughs> so then, did one of you guys just download Ableton or what? What uh, software yeah. do you use? Yeah, I guess I took a couple classes, but like, yeah, but yeah, we use Ableton. Okay, yeah. for sure. And then just, I'm also curious, like when you do tracks together, do you like both start them in the same room, or would you, were one of you guys like start a track and then send it to each other, or do you like solely work in person? It depends. Yeah. yeah, it's worked both ways. Sometimes we'll do like a whole thing together. Sometimes one of us will have an idea, and the other one will start that person's idea. Or we'll, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I feel like. You guys have a unique advantage as well, just because when you're collabing, I feel like you learn a lot more than if you're to be producing solo. Like, especially when you're starting out, you know what I'm saying? Like, you pick up techniques and tricks and just, like, kind of stuff you never thought about from working with a partner. YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> it's also just really nice to, like, be able to have someone to, like, reflect with. Be like, yeah. okay, am I crazy? Does this sound good or does this yeah. sound, like, terrible? Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine being a solo artist because, yeah. like, our significant others would probably drive insane otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about this like, stuff all the time. Even making a mix now, like, yeah. when we split it up, when we haven't been doing them together, I'm like, wait, does this suck? I don't know. Usually, like, we're together and I, like, have someone to tell yeah. me it doesn't suck. <laughs> That's what's up. I didn't even really think of that because I know I said, like, I couldn't imagine myself being a duo act. But that's, like, a really good point, though, because sometimes, like... Like you said, you can't really like trust your own ears at the yeah. <laughs> Like, am I crazy? Like, does this slap yeah. or or what's up with it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh yeah, you guys been grinding with the releases. I know you just had a a new song drop, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so here we go. Yeah, the newest one. The twelfth? Yes. On the, the so just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, word. And I just peeped that it's already hit 10K streams, too. So yeah. congrats to you guys. We've yeah, had, like, better feedback on that than we yeah. got, even. We were like, we think this one's cool. We like yeah. the kick in the bass. Like, yeah. <laughs> weren't sure where it was going to go. Of course, like, it happened 
also like really amazing. They've been an amazing a really to good work with yeah. too. So it's helped a lot. For sure. And then uh how did that track come together? Because for me, like off tops, I just gotta say I love a track that like has vocals that describes how to make a track. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that's so far. I don't know why. I feel like we're always like searching for like a real like good knocking kick and like a certain bass anyway. So that's sort of how it like started was just looking for that like banging kick that like knock 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 sound. And then we were looking for vocals (laughs) for it for like forever. And yeah, we finally found those. And we're like, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. This is how the track started. Let's try it out. I feel you on the looking for vocals forever. Like, I feel like that's the last thing for me. And it's just like, you never know how long it might take to find the perfect vocal. But start with a vocal idea. I feel like it's so hard. Yeah. When you guys produce, like, what's your methods for building a track? Usually we just like, start with a loop kind of like kick and bass just like the track says yeah or just kind of get the sounds or in like there. with i mean with tectonic that started with like the vocal that one did start with the vocal and i guess then, hot and bothered kind of did too yeah. we wanted to use that sample so it just kind of depends starts with an idea of <laughs> yeah i'll feel i'll feel like sometimes we'll hear something cool in another track and we'll be like that's a fun sound sound. yeah on that sound yeah that's what i love about producing me personally i have like a list of like sounds i want to use or like things i want to try so it's kind of like something fun to go out there when you're in the studio not too much pressure just something to try and then i feel like when you have like you, you set out for like a little fun adventure in the studio then it's turns into a banger usually because you're just having fun with it you know what i'm saying Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though, with producing. Like, it's not quality over quantity. It's like quantity leads to quality. You know what I'm saying? We definitely have, like, way too many unfunished tracks. (laughs) Even been laid out and, like, it could be done. And we're like, nah, this is shit. (laughs) Dude, I don't know. I just got to preach. Like, I really think you should finish every single track even if it's not the one you know what i'm saying like even if it's not the one (laughs) they're just not good enough but bro because the thing is like when you finish a track then you like learn what you need to do to finish tracks more and it kind of becomes more second nature to like Uh, finish them get better at is like being faster and I want to like release some of them as like free downloads one day too. Yeah, and that's a great way to do it. One with like a stepbrother sample and an old Greg sample. (laughs) Like we have all these just like really stupid ones. But those be slapping though. The ones with the fun vocals. (laughs) We'll call it ripped from YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) But now we're talking about like the more like technical stuff. What exactly helps you achieve that that signature tech your pants off sound you feel me? <laughs> I mean sometimes it's the the ear candy right yeah I don't know that about your chat so. one little sound that just kind of like keep it going dog parking I love the dog I mean, we're gonna use that again yeah for sure I feel like your tracks have a lot of attention to detail 
And I love that about music when it can like take you to like time and place sort of. In your yeah, mind. we just don't want it to be like flat. That's like one of the hardest things too when we're trying to like accomplish what we want is like how do we get this to like the energy we want? Yeah, for sure. Well, I think you guys are have like a true evolution going in your tracks. You know what I'm saying? Like you can tell where they come from and where they're going. And I'm hyped to see some new releases. And speaking about that, like how do you stay inspired to produce and like make content and make DJ mixes and all that? Like what what keeps you going? I think just like when we have time to get together and just like be silly and have fun. Like the last few days we've been doing live streams. I'm feeling like so much motivation now just that we've been able to like just play music together yeah. and be stupid. And, and that's like how it started. And that's still blow like up Carl. Yeah. About, so. yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Like for the love of the music. Like, yeah, I love it. Having fun. Yeah. I mean, obviously 2020 <laughs> was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2020 was definitely weird. And, I want to ask you guys about that. Like, do you think that uh, after living through that, that is like changed your workflow at all or like changed your perspective? Like, have you learned anything significant from this whole lockdown? I think it's helped us focus less on like, I don't know, like we used to play a show and then like maybe not be happy that we were like, didn't have a better time slot or like, I don't know, like we were thinking about these things that were kind of like, not like, that important yeah, at the time. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and then maybe that experience wouldn't be as enjoyable because we were like stressing about this stuff. That's like ultimately kind of stupid. And yeah, it's 2020 going to put everything in perspective. So. Yeah. I feel like I know what you're saying. Like as far as like fussing about the billing and all that, yeah. <laughs> I've definitely been there, but after this year, it's like, I'll never take DJing in front of <laughs> exactly. up humans for granted ever again. Right? <laughs> the, like, yeah, the gigs are coming back slowly but surely. But I mean, for the most part, they got to be like seated and have yeah, some potatoes. Playing for nobody like on the internet. <laughs> this is the real reason why we're doing it. So. Yeah, for sure. And like, I feel like since the lockdown has happened, you guys have been going hard as far as just like funny, engaging content. Like there's a lot of people dropping reels and like those like TikTok type of videos, but I feel like your guys is are like really funny and they really re resonate <laughs> with me. Like definitely <laughs> if you haven't seen it, they got a video out about like being a Beatport top 100 charting artist. <laughs> I really love that one because, like, I felt it in my soul straight up. Like, especially, like, the first time, like, first release got on, like, a chart. So hype, like, texted a screenshot to my mom and my dad and my grandma. <laughs> yeah, what's Beatport? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a dope accomplishment. But <laughs> what was, like, the, the inspiration behind that one? I mean, just how, like, I don't know. Just how big of a deal it seems when it doesn't I don't know <laughs> how insignificant big deals are I don't know just like putting it all in perspective yeah. like like you didn't want to like I don't know this scene is like you know only so big like and people outside of it don't necessarily know yeah like know? when like, you're with your friends yeah. they're like 
oh, okay. Like they don't really understand yeah. like how excited you are about it because like they don't know what Beatport is. Like, yeah. yeah, straight up. And one of our major goals. <laughs> like we did something and they're like, oh, okay. Great job, guys. Like, so you telling me when you tell your homies you got on the tool room compilation, they'd be like, you got you went to Home Depot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a portion of them, yeah. <laughs> But uh, tell us a little bit about that that tool room feature because that is a slapper on me. Yeah. Was, we how were, did that come together? That was pretty, I mean, the track came together and we were like, this sounds like tool room. So, yeah. We had <laughs> we had something kind of started and Vanilla Ace was like, you want to collab? And we're like, hell yeah, we want to collab. And then just like send it over and working with him is really awesome because we both like have the same kind of ideas. I think we like his style. And then, yeah, we were like, this ends up sounding like a tool room track. Let's see if we can get it there. And you did. So big ups to you guys. And do you feel like that was sort of like getting the snowball pushing down the hill? You know what I'm saying? As far as like getting releases and credibility, because I yeah, mean, I yeah. Mean, with credibility yeah. for sure it's it's getting people to take us seriously as two females with the name no pants party yeah. is one of our and, challenges and our brand is like party and yeah like not everyone <laughs> gets it right away and but that's, yeah people but, take it seriously can be hard so having that i'm sure helped a lot oh yeah for sure <laughs> but i just want to say in response to that you gotta remember the best art divides the audience. You feel me? So I mean, if your brand divides the audience, and you're doing something right. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, speaking of just being dummy legit, I know you guys have also performed at some like significant festivals, right? Could you tell us a little bit about that? Like, what's your experience doing the festival circuit? I mean, Countdown is probably the biggest one. Yeah, I mean, we did. We did do the K Rock tent at Coachella. That was fun. Oh yeah, the, the what at Coachella? The K Rock tent at Coachella. So you got to fun. say we played yeah. Coachella. <laughs> the K Rock tent. Well, I haven't heard about that, but tell me about it. It's not very big, but it's on the festival <laughs> ground. So like, I want to hear the details. <laughs> what, what was the green room like? Like I'd die all ago. Free booze it was like chips. an easy behind. <laughs> Don't tell me they paid you in free booze and chips. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but what was that like though like from start to finish because I'm really intrigued yeah I mean Groove Cruise was probably like oh yeah that was the best the, like, like the best festival experience you had yeah, was so fun okay, just let's hear that, that one like we like ran into Green Velvet and, and like Shiva San's like playing beer pong with people and yeah yeah it's, oh for sure so yeah that was cool and then I'm I'm curious about that because like are all the artists like on the cruise for the whole duration of the trip? Yeah, yeah. everyone's on the ship together, so you'll like end up running into all of them. That's awesome. And how many stages were at the group cruise, or is it just one? There's like four, but yeah. not they weren't all necessarily open at the same time. There was a really cool one in the theater where like the trance was played, and we saw Shiva Sunset there. It was, like the late night. And, and it's then, in the bottom of the ship. So you yeah. Can, like, really feel it rocking. Yeah. <laughs> that almost seemed like scary. Yeah. <laughs> and then the stage on the top of the pool, Green Melva did his like old school house set, which really is really exciting. And we got to do our like hangover club Sunday kind of party there. 
at like so 10 a.m. for everyone who like hadn't gone to sleep and we then were, all the people yeah. who like did go to sleep. So it was like this really interesting crowd. After, after, after hours, <laughs> yeah. three hours. Yeah. I'll definitely be the crowd that woke up that morning. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what's up. I'm, I like to hear that you guys have had like some really fun experiences playing gigs and yeah. probably the Groove Cruise. I can't wait for that to be a thing again. But I mean, I feel really- like that's probably going to be the last thing to come back as far as festivals. But I think they're planning yeah. on coming back, actually. Word? They're like kind of Miami. Next, yeah, January. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They're, they're planning something. <laughs> well, you heard it here. It was, I hope to see you guys rock it again. But I mean, now that we're talking about boats, I just got a random question for you off the cuff. Would you rather live on a boat in a tree house or in a van for the rest of your lives if you had to choose one? I would pick van. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, I like to go different places. In yeah, both, for sure. Oh, I'm not always seasick. It still makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... I felt like I was moving for like a full week. Yeah, we got off group cruise. So. Yeah, I feel like yeah. if you pick the boat, you're crazy. Plus, have yeah. you seen what people are doing to vans? They're like oh, putting yeah. subway tile in their showers. They're like mini houses. No, on some ish. I uh, I kind of like grew up in a Volkswagen van myself. Like my pops got a old school, like 1980s camper, like hippie van. You know what I'm saying? So I dig the the van life heavy. It's pretty fun, but uh, you pick van. Yeah, would you agree? Can you say treehouse? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the tough one. Well, you have a treehouse and I have a van. Yeah. We've got two different things we can go to. <laughs> I feel like you need both. I'm gonna park my van at our treehouse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. This, then you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's probably treehouse. Damn. So, but speaking about festivals, like what's one place that you can't wait to perform, like once, you know, everything is back to normal or a new normal, whatever, like what's one place that you've always wanted to go and perform at specifically? I mean, like goals or something we've actually been asked to perform? Like, like goals. Like the Elro? Like Drew said, like Elro yeah, in Elro. Spain? Yeah. I agree. Elro would be yeah, definitely like on, the li- in, on the top of the list. Visa. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Legit Elro. I can dig it. Are you guys <laughs> into like uh, vision boards at all? That type of stuff? Yeah. yeah. We did. Well, occasionally. 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 Do, you have, do you have a group vision board? <laughs> do you have like a team no pants vision board? No, we should. Oh, <laughs> real talk. I would recommend it. I, I have a vision board. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I got the Ibiza airport terminal on it. Okay. And I just feel like when I sit down and produce and I see that and I, like, I see the rest of the yeah. stuff on my vision board, it like, keeps me motivated. You know what I'm saying? I did a vision board class one time. Which was, like, which was kind of fun. Was that in uh, Seattle? or? Uh, it was in Santa Monica. It was like five years ago, maybe. So you guys dabble with the manifestation type of stuff yeah, definitely. we definitely talk about it a lot yeah yeah so that's like part of you i need to make a vision board <laughs> yeah like together all right i would recommend it i'm just saying you can do whatever you want but i feel like <laughs> it should be coming true when i look at it every day <laughs> so at least write it down yeah yeah, yeah. Down. Very we talk about our goals a lot they're yeah. all in here 
Yeah. Well, that's what's that's what I'm saying. I find very intriguing about like uh, the duo act. You know what I'm saying? Because I have like my own vision. I have my own goals, and I just think it'd be interesting, like having that be two people's vision, two people yeah. goals, like coalesce into one. Like, do, you, have, do yeah. you ever like think about different out, like different outlooks? Like, do you ever like? I don't want to say argue or bicker, but like, do you ever like go back and forth between stuff? Probably often. We're like usually pretty, yeah. For sure. You know what we want, I think. Well, that's <laughs> what's up. And that's. Texting it to each other, that does count as writing it down, too. Texting true. each other, that's true. <laughs> you yes. do text message a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a lot of communication in writing. Communication is key in any partnership. But uh, that's what's up. So I'm happy to hear that you guys are like literally the dynamic duo. Like, <laughs> I'm really like learning about a lot about this. Like I have so many questions. So thank you for filling me in. <laughs> but I, I mean, you guys been dropping mixes since like for years now. So you have a lot of experience. Now, uh, is there any aspect of the music industry that you think has been like? demystified after like you know getting your name out there and stuff um i mean i think we didn't realize how much hard work it was going to be probably like it's nobody realized glamorous and it's not like it's a constant hustle so everybody just shows the good parts on social media (laughs) facts facts what what do you think here I mean, yeah, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. People don't just like blow up overnight. There's like so much that goes into it before you think they just blow up. (laughs) Yeah, real talk. Like the people that are like, quote unquote, overnight successes. Yeah. 10 years of preparation that led to the overnight success. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There was a producer we were looking at. Oh, like Martin Eakin? Yeah, Martin yeah. Eakin. Like, he seemingly, to me, came onto the tech house scene, like, out of nowhere. I was like, whoa, this guy's making bangers. He's so dope. Yeah, he's been producing for, like, 20 Yeah, years. I looked at his profile. He's, like, been producing since, like, two years after I was born. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wow, he's been doing this forever. <laughs> like, he did not just come out of nowhere. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> crazy to me. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, I mean, look at these people and they've literally been dropping records like since before I was born, which makes me feel better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got time. It does. I got time to go. You feel me? It makes you feel better when things don't happen like as fast as you think they are. We're like, well, it took Martinique in 15 years. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 10 more to go. (laughs) And for coming from a place of sincerity and your music is like a true expression of yourselves, which I think it is, then. You're going to get there. You know what I'm saying? It, it's going to resonate with people. Thank you. All times. All times. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I guess we can ask one more off-the-cuff question here. What's one What's one thing I want to hear from both you guys as you couldn't live without? Say you're on, like, a deserted island. You could bring one thing, but not electronic. So, not, like, a phone, not a laptop. What would you bring with you? I'm going to say chapstick. <laughs> Practical. It wouldn't be very entertaining, but at least you'd be moisturized. <laughs> I'm like, I always have it in my pocket when we're playing too. It's like, I have a fear of dry lips. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. You came so, right here. 
<laughs> it wouldn't last very long on a desert island. Though, so. <laughs> on mute. All right, what'd you think, Carrie? My like first instinct was to say guitar, but I have no idea how to play it. <laughs> so like, I don't oh. know why I thought that, but when you rolled out all electronics, I was like, how will I be entertained then? I mean, so guitar, and I'll just have to learn how to play it, I guess. With enough time, I think you 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 finesse out of it. <laughs> oh, me. For sure, for sure. And then well, my second choice would be beer, I guess. Beer? Which is- <laughs> I mean, you did drink a full six-pack of Coronas, right? That's how you guys... It was a 12-pack, and I was 18, okay? <laughs> Damn. No pants party, not a role model. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's comedy. So... You you guys have like known each other for a long time and like you feel like you have this this bond you guys tie it do you like to do anything else together besides music or or what yeah what's up with you guys yeah we used to do a lot of other things but now (laughs) i mean i think just like hanging out and being social and going to things is like what we have the most fun doing yeah, you guys don't want to play tennis or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, hang out and watch funny movies. Watch yeah. Step Brothers over and over again. That used to be our Yeah, just like Step any Brothers? adventure. Well, like outdoor stuff, actually. I mean, yeah, because yeah. we went camping this summer, which was great. We had so much yeah. fun camping. That is definitely one of our Oh, yeah. Yeah, Thanks. I'm a fan of camping. I, I like it. It's like affordable. It's a nice getaway. And I feel like it's good to kind of reset, you know what I'm saying? Like do a dopamine plunge or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Get away from the screens a little bit. Yeah. But, Much room for activities. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the stepbrothers. <laughs> Just tying it all together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so then if you, if you are a fan of camping, have you guys played like any kind of renegade festivals at all? Anything like that? You did Moonrise. Yeah. That one was really... Moonrise? Where is that at? Something Valley? In California? It was in California, yeah. It was not south. It was more north. In a valley where there was bugs. Okay. (laughs) It was a scorpion. I saw a scorpion. Yeah. And And it was... Like, with a bunch of people who are like actually in bands as well, like yeah, they uh, did. They're from a lot of people from Silver Lake, kind of ish. They did DJs and bands. Yeah, so we did like the after hours after the bands. We like played on these really cool rocks. It was very, it was cool. On, yeah, that sounds fire. What time was your set at? Like midnight, maybe. Yeah, it was later. That sounds like a vibe. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like your your guys' music is is good for that like peak midnight set. You know what I'm saying? Like straight banging, not quite the minimal hours, but not quite the warm up. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Well, I would definitely, uh, I definitely want to look into the moonrise. So so I really like the camping festivals. I think that's like my favorite music experience on some. Do you love lightning in a bottle? That's like our favorite camping. Festival, I think. Oh, where? How long have you guys been going? We went, we went in 2015 was our first year. Yeah, and then we went the next year, and then they did Woogie Weekend, but only Woogie one. Weekend. Yeah, and that, that was, was awesome. We also did the first thirty. The first thirty, yeah. Like that was all the same year. We had like a phase yeah. where we were like, we're gonna go to every one of these. <laughs> 
And I can't wait to do that again. You feel yeah. Like? We'll be going to all of them. That's what's up. Hell yeah, guys. Well, I, we have a lot in common. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't think we had that in common with the, if I walked in and saw you guys at Hollister. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> cool. We love to party. We love to camp. <laughs> we love activities and adventure. We love adventure. adventure. I, I mess with it heavy. So just to get a little more profound on the doink discussion real quick. Uh-oh. <laughs> what's, what's one thing you know now that you wish you knew at the start of your journey? Just like how much maybe I thought I knew at first that I know yeah. now I didn't like how smart I thought I was. <laughs> so be more <laughs> humble. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you could give yourselves like day one, no pants party, if you give yourself a pointer, what would you say? Don't stress out. It's going to be fine. Just work hard. Yeah? Like, okay, word, word. So, I don't know, right? Yeah. Would that be like your main takeaway for anyone listening who thinks like they they want to put in the work, they want to like level up where they're at? What Would that be like your main takeaway? Or what else would you have to say for someone that is like looking to boss up? Yeah, just like... Keep learning, keep at it. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you feel like quitting and just, just keep at it. That's having fun. Even yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't give up. Get a vision board. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Well, you heard it here first, guys. No pants party, they persevere. Pants or no pants, they figure out a way. Just like in the the hotel lobby, figure out a way, get through. <laughs> I mean, just pull your shirts down if you got it. <laughs> it's going to be fine. So then uh, anything that you guys want to plug? Like what's up next for you guys? It's coming out soon. We have a remix coming out on Friday on Wildcard with Vanilla Ace for hey, uh, More Than Friends and Victor Bari. For sure. What's the name of that track? Be a man. Oh, damn. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm hyped to hear that one. That's dropping on Friday. Yeah. Right, worried, worried. Well, I'll definitely give that one a slap. And all the homies give that one a slap. Give my homies No Pants Party a follow on Spotify and all the socials. They're doing it big. But yeah, I appreciate you guys joining the joint discussion. Thank you so much for sharing your story, sharing some insight on the journey. Really inspirational to see how far you guys have taken it and excited to see where it goes in the future for you. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. Off tops. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, if anyone got any questions in the chat, go ahead and drop them and we can, we can ask the No Pants Party themselves. See what's up. So drop them in the chat and I'll read them. Okay, my man Judah says favorite fast food chain. Probably like as a joint one, Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Taco Bell? Yeah, definitely Taco Bell. <laughs> Gotta have that Crunch Wrap Supreme, Easy Gordita Crunch. I feel like that was an instant connection right there. You looked at each other, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? All right, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Favorite plugin? 
what is the art arturia what is it i have to look it up every now we actually we have sparkling wine in our mug but it's not coffee <laughs> okay <laughs> All right, then I guess this next one will like, answer itself. Like yeah. <laughs> Favorite drink, sparkling wine. <laughs> I mean, I guess collectively beer, probably. Yeah. When sure. we were like younger, like before we were anything and we were partying, we would drink what's called the touchdown. Oh Whoa. my God. All the time, which is like Red Bull with absolute Mandarin. Like drop in shot. Like you drop the shot into yeah. the. Red Bull, and then you chug it, and it tastes like orange soda. The touchdown. We don't yeah. drink anymore, but that was our staple, like back in the day. Well, I never heard of that. That must be some some Pacific yeah, Northwest thing. Like, <laughs> the touchdown. Yeah. Wait, why is it even called that? It's like what, football related. Touchdown. No. It was like we drink it. It was like a college thing. I feel like to drink like at football games. Or, okay. All right. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else we got. All right. Do you remember Lakov in OC? The what? Lakov, the venue. Oh. Have you ever played there? Well, I don't think we ever got to go. Where did we play? That's where they did all the MDA events. I don't think we ever got to go. Yeah. All the MDA stuff oh, yeah. was there. Is the ceiling low? I don't think we ever made it. Yeah. I don't think we did. Dude, Lakav was a vibe. Like, I played there one time and I loved it just because it reminded me of like being at my, my Nana's house. You know what I'm saying? Like being in their like lounge downstairs. It was literally like that. But, uh, all right, let's see what else we got. Um, oh, this is a good one. Iced or hot coffee? Iced. Yeah. Iced, both you guys? Hot in the morning and ice in the afternoon. All right. Yeah, I feel you on that, Jamie, for sure. I'd be like, the morning, I would just want hot coffee because that's like the only way to get my day started. But yeah. ice coffee, be refreshing. Ice, anytime. Okay, oh. word up, word up. Let's see what else we got. Uh, who's some new music or new artists that are exciting you these days or like you keeping tabs on? Mm. It's Muse, who's had a couple tracks on Night Service only. Oh, yes. yeah. I mess with him heavy. Bro's from the Midwest, right? I don't know. I Yeah. We haven't, like, chatted a lot, but... Dennis... Yeah. Butler? Yeah. Dennis. He's from Germany. Yeah. He's been doing stuff on, like, Hood Politics, Low Ceiling. Okay, word. Yeah, I haven't heard of him, but I'll check it out. Any, any others off tops? Kyle Robertson. Yeah. He has that with the like cool summer does biscuits count biscuits <laughs> yeah. but we always just love biscuits I for sure for sure well, that's what's up now now we know where you get some of your inspiration from you feel me <laughs> I all coalesce I like to hear it alright this is a really good one cause I'm sure you'll have a strong opinion <laughs> zone mixers or pioneer pioneer <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that for sure. Have you ever played with the zone? No. No? Should be weird. Low key. <laughs> but it's kind of fun. It was like a fun challenge when I played with one, but definitely like a little nerve wracking. You feel me? Like, I feel <laughs> like when you step up to some equipment you're not familiar with, it definitely be like pretty, makes you anxious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Well, I think that's all the questions that we got, guys. But thank you so much, everyone who dropped the question, everybody that tapped into the stream. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Let's all uh, give a round of applause for No Pants Party. Feel me? Drop the applause emojis. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It was really awesome to hear. And yeah, we'll be in touch. Thank you so much. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for having us. And that's pretty much going to bring it to a wrap for this week's very special Doink discussion. I hope that you enjoyed the interview. No Pants definitely had some eye-opening insight to share and some fun stories that I really enjoyed. And I hope that you did too. Be sure to keep an eye out for this dynamic duo because they are sure to crush it in the near future. So be on the lookout. Thanks so much for your support, Doink Discussion fam. Big appreciate you. And if you want to become a contributor to the podcast, that's the best way to sustain future episodes and show your love for this series. If you want to become a contributor, you can do so at the link in the description of the podcast. Much love, fam. Stay up, stay positive, and stay rare. Catch you next time.